You're listening to The G-Factor with Lauren and Tony, a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization. Now, without further ado, here are the hosts of G-Factor, Lauren Doherty and Tony Van. I don't know if anyone's listening, but it's July 5th, Lauren. Did you have a great holiday weekend? I did. A lot of fun. A big birthday celebration for a friend on Saturday. Um, and then kind of some family pool time and fireworks last night, some good food. So all around good. I don't know if anyone else is working, but I mean, hey, here we are, right? Well, yeah. I mean, after we, you know, hammer this out, I plan to get a big cup of espresso and take a nap for the rest of the day because I we're not working on the 5th. So, you know, that's that's all I'm doing. <laughs> espresso or espresso and sleep. Ex- Espresso. Ex- it. It's it's okay. espresso because it goes espresso. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a little faster, so it's like an express uh, version of my heart. So, um, yeah, I was actually looking at. I thought I'd bounce some ideas off of you. I mean, I know we're you know during our podcast. I mean, like I said, you're only about three or four people I think listening. But um, you know, I was looking at ideas for our podcast, and I. And I found one that said narrate my commute to work. And I was really thinking <laughs> about that in the in the COVID era or you know, even post COVID era. You know, I mean my narration would be something the fact of well, I got up and then I um, you know, put some sort of different clothes on and then I walked to the coffee pot and then I walked back into the office and things. So I don't know, that seems like a really short podcast to me. Yeah, not really any wrecks or anything along the way. I mean, not a lot of excitement. As long as I can make it to the coffee pot and get my espresso, then it's fine. So, uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know that. That may not be a great topic for us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at this point, probably not. Well, and on that note, uh, I think today we want to talk a little bit about uh, basically staying in your lane. Did you see where I did with that, yes, Lauren? The little transition. Segue. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically focusing on, you know, what you do best and kind of, you know, your mission, if you will, on what you're doing with your business or organization from from a marketing aspect. So I guess I'll start. Let's talk a little bit about um, just focusing on kind of what we're doing. And I, I we talked about this a little bit in our show prep, if you will. You know, I recently went on a, a little vacay, believe it or not. And, uh, you know, my wife and I are walking through all these little stores here and there, which are really cute. Boutiques are really cute. But, uh, you know, we go into one store and it was kind of the same and it was just kind of the same touristy stuff and T-shirts and postcards and blah, blah, blah. And then we went into this really cute little uh, boutique type of thing where it was kind of a French made. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen this or not, but all of the clothing in there was actually sorted by colors, not by type. Yeah. Makes me very happy. Yeah. Like it's a feng shui thing. I had never, you know, kind of experienced that before, but then we went, we stumbled into this kind of antique candle shop, which was beautiful. But then once we got kind of in the back, we noticed that they too were selling like, t-shirts and postcards and little giveaways and 
I just felt like it was really cheapened the mission or the brand for that uh, for that shop. You know, I mean the the one shop really had it kind of you know tidied up, if you will. And then we went in the other one. And it was like, well, are you selling candles or you know what 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 are we doing here? So uh, I think it's always important to kind of uh, remind folks that you know if you set out to do one thing, i.e be a marketing company or uh, sell water or, you know, do something like that, be a coffee shop. Then the next thing is don't expand and try to sell, you know, headphones on the side or do something totally outside of the realm. It, it just doesn't work. Right. And I mean, I know that everyone, especially in the last year has had to shift or kind of get creative, um, but make sure even if you are wanting to expand your business or kind of grow to the next level, I think what we're saying is, you know, still stay on brand, stay within that same realm, because that's the expectation of your audience. If you completely go like another direction, you're going to have to probably find a whole new audience and then therefore expand your entire marketing, you know, not only budget, but plan and business plan. I mean, that's a whole new ball game. So I guess we've also kind of experienced before, I mean, it's great to grow and add things, but keep in mind, if you are going to do that, it will change, you know, your communication plans as well. So don't expect, I guess, to get like kind of the same bang for your buck or time spent or money spent whenever you're growing into something new also. Does that make sense to you? Did I say that? Like how? Yeah, no. Of that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was perfect. It's totally perfect. Well, as long as you and I understand, that's great. That's all that matters. So. <laughs> it's all that matters. All that matters. <laughs> no, but I mean, I think that's great. And the same, you know, the same mantra goes for your messaging as well. And something we were kind of talking about, which is just, you know, staying on brand with your 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 message to the public. So if you are um, looking to expand or add something new to the game, then make sure that you're communicating that effectively and where and how your audience wants to be communicated with too. So you can't be all over the place and expect them to understand uh, with your messaging at least and expect them to understand this new product or what you're doing, um, you know, well, if you aren't communicating effectively. And I, I think that's perfect. And I want to kind of expand on that. The other thing is don't overexpand the way you communicate as well. So for instance, if you have one product and it's really doing great on one medium, whether it's social media or television or online or whatever, uh, you know, the other thing I've seen people do is just get stretched too thin, you know, like, okay, mm-hmm. let's start a podcast about candles. Okay. Let's start a podcast about candle wicks. Okay. Let's start it. Well, you know, the reality is you just don't have enough time to do all right to do it well. And so I, that's, that's the thing that kind of starts showing is like, okay, well, I really used to love their, you know, Instagram channel, but now that they have five channels, it's very difficult to, you know, you can see how difficult it is for them uh, to continue keeping that up. So Right. It is really about time at that point. And, you know, like you said, is that where your audience is or wants to be? And will they keep up with you on all the platforms or all the ways, you know, if you're emailing them, um, you know, make sure you aren't inundating them with emails, you know, after your launch, or if you are, you know, kind of adding to the to the game here. So that's a great point, too. Um, I think that what we see a lot is, like you said, is things get neglected, 
um, when kind of growth happens as well. So just channel into the best, you know, practices for communication and where your audience is. I think the other part of that is kind of the engagement itself. I mean, I go back to my store uh, illusion, if you will, or illustration. The reality is that once I stepped into the store, there were times in which it matched, if you will, the mm-hmm. brand. And then there were other times it wasn't. I mean, you know, I don't mind going into a tourist trap as long as I kind of know it's going to be a tourist trap, if that makes any sense. You know, because sure. you have that that right frame of mind. But when you go in and you think, okay, they want, you know, they want good money for these candles or this dress or whatever. And then literally across the way, there's a t-shirt for $9.99. I mean, you have to understand like that that does not jive in someone's you know, mental process, if you will. Right. And just because everyone else is doing it does not mean that you should jump on too. I mean, that leads to an oversaturated marketplace. So think of something, you know, if you are looking to grow, think of something new and different that is exclusive to your brand and you'll find much more success. You know, just me personally, I don't want what everyone has, you know, just in speaking like clothes or boutique shopping, you know, I want things that are really different. Um, and you know, everyone doesn't want to necessarily look like everyone else. So I don't want to be, you know, walking down the street and wearing the same shirt as everyone. So, you know, things that are different, exclusive, very unique, um, finding your niche, I think you'll be much more successful. So. I, one of the things I've just chatting through this a little bit, but you know, the other thing I have seen is where, you know, two companies, if you will, especially during COVID have come together and created kind of a mm, power, yeah, like- you know, deal. Um, I can think of here, there are a couple of um, coffee shops and ice cream places that actually merged. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really interesting idea and they're still staying on message. In other words, when you walk into a, a candy store or an ice cream shop, depending on how it's branded, it still meets expectations, correct? Right, right. But if you're walking into a dog food store, you know, like a pet supply store and uh, a high-end shoe boutique, those don't necessarily match, if that makes any sense. So. Right. So if you are looking to partner, you know, make sure the partnerships make sense. <laughs> right. Um, but that could definitely lead to something that you couldn't find anywhere else. So that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. I think the best part is just realize that not one size fits all just because like Lauren said, if, if you see something that you think is quote unquote working out there, that may be working for someone else, but that doesn't necessarily mean you can immediately incorporate into your business strategy or your, you know, marketing strategy, you know, the next weekend. I mean, it, it takes time. It takes time and it takes planning. I mean, that's the other thing. I mean, I'm, we're kind of like, you know, putting layers upon layers here, but the other thing that's super important, which I, you know, we always talk about is just the planning side of that. I mean, you can't start, uh, you know, with this candle shop, this fictitious <laughs> candle shop that I keep going to and have this amazing business plan and, you know, start doing great. And then all of a sudden try to, you know, bolt on some type of um, T-shirt apparel shop uh, on your mm-hmm. you know business plan. That doesn't work. It's not how that works. So, right. It's not it's how any not of this works. works. That's right. right. That's exactly right. So, well, very good. Well, I this is kind of a little quick deal on you know don't don't be a jack of all trades because you might find yourself being a, a Jane of none. So I think that's probably you know kind of the message for today. 
correct? Yes, I think that's sage advice for anyone. Sage advice. Fair enough. This has been the G Factor, and I am Tony Van. And I'm Lauren Doherty. And we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to G Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguildfactor.com.